Hey, Dan Talks listeners, welcome to another episode of Dan Talks. This week, I am talking to Ernesto Chapa, who is half of the dynamic duo known as Yuli and Ernesto. They have over 150,000 followers on Instagram, and I'm sure many, many as well on TikTok. And they are a delightfully relatable gay couple who are hilarious and beautiful, hot, sexy, and fly. I was so happy Ernesto uh, agreed to sit down with me and that Yuli agreed to walk in and out of the background every now and then and not participate. So without further ado, here is Ernesto. Ernesto, you share so much about your relationship. What makes you do that? Um, trying to keep my husband happy, I think. <laughs> uh, he's much more outgoing than I am. He's much more outspoken. And, you know, he really gets a high from sharing our life and you know i'm all for making him happy and leave him leaving me alone so yeah <laughs> do you do you <laughs> feel like you play it. sort of the straight man a lot of the time yeah i mean i think naturally um that's how i am naturally like i tend to be the more serious one i, I tend to um just bring a seriousness to our relationship you know i do all the finances i you know just naturally that's where i play so i think we probably play it up for the camera um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's my role both in life and on screen. I said, I guess. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites is when Uli refers to, uh, <laughs> you guys as his first marriage. Yes. Um, the, 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 the current husband thing kind of, um, I think he said it in one video and people were so, uh, what's the word? They were just so curious about it and why that was a thing. And then so now it's become kind of this this thing that, you know, we always talk about and, and how he reference references me at all times. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it never really bothered me, I don't think. A, a lot more people are bothered by it than I am, which is why we find it so funny. Yeah. Have you hit the 10 year mark? No, we are. We've been together for seven and a half years, so we've got a little bit to go. But yeah, hopefully we make it. <laughs> and how about married? Uh, just over a year. We got married October third, second, geez, of twenty twenty one. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. So far, so good. <laughs> Is it any um, different from being not married? Uh, only in a sense that I think about how we're going to split things up if I get divorced, I think, honestly. <laughs> but You're that's, a label that's maker. It. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's just like, I need to go around the house and make sure I know what I bought versus what he bought, just in case we need to talk about it in a court of law. But uh, no, other than that, it's all it's all kind of the same. We, we decided to join our finances, like, completely. Um as soon as we got engaged. So that almost, even that, that maybe would have changed once we got married, we had already done. So, yeah. Dude, I, I remember when my parents were in counseling, they, the person asked them, like, you know, the marriage counseling you do with the priest or whatever. And they had to do surveys and they said, what's the maximum amount you would spend without telling your partner? They both said $20. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, we would definitely be in trouble then. I'm, I'm, <laughs> With inflation, I'm sure I, it's gone up. But yeah, with inflation, maybe I'm maybe I'm in there. I definitely spend a lot more uh, frivolously than Yuli. He he doesn't like really buy anything. So that's why when we joined finances, it was it was a better deal for me for sure. Does it did it feel like more serious? Like did it feel more serious when you joined finances? Like the stakes were higher, or did it just feel more convenient? 
you know, to be honest, like at the time I was making more money and um, I tend to think I'm kind of selfish in a lot of ways. So it was my idea. And I said, let's join finances so that I don't have to feel like I'm fronting your life, like I'm helping, you know, it was just like the best way for me to not think about how much of my money he was using. I was like, if we're going to go into it, I might as well just give up on the notion that you're not going to spend my money. And so that's, yeah, that's why we, that's why we did it. So I I think it made it easier. When you first got together, were you looking for a boyfriend? No, definitely not. I, um, I just moved to Los Angeles. I'd done this whole dramatic breakup and I left the previous town and left everything behind. And I moved to Los Angeles. You know, I was kind of like, um, Allie from burlesque she just Mm kind of like gets gets to LA and wide-eyed and um I met him very early on and I was kind of a jerk the whole time because I kind of I really liked him but I didn't want to be with him so I kind of yeah was was not the 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 best dater at the time but he stuck it around and then ultimately he like I think six months after meeting he was kind of like are we doing this or are we not doing this um, and he was ready to walk away. So I kind of was like, okay, yeah. Um, and didn't you have like a week long breakup? We did. Yeah. We broke up for like a week. Um, that was my doing too. Um, again, I think I was going through that whole thing. Like, I don't want to be in LA with a significant other. Like I'm so new. I really want to make my own life. And then I think I had like a freak out. Yeah. And I quickly crawled back. I like dyed my hair blonde during that breakup and during the week. During the week, yeah, I dyed my hair blonde. A lot happened during that week, honestly. Dyed my hair blonde, and I'll be super honest about it. I um got an STD from somebody else, which when we got back together, I gave to Yuli. So, oh my god, it was a, it was a very intense week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you you but you know what? Rock bottom became your foundation. <laughs> yeah, rock bottom became there was only up from there. So, <laughs> I think he's trying to get coffee. Sorry, he's gonna walk behind. Okay. The one time you lose the camera. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) He's just not, uh, he's not, he doesn't have his face on, but yeah. Uh Yeah. What, um, how far into the relationship was it until the breakup? It was pretty, I think pretty, honestly, I'm, I'm really bad at dates and timelines. Yuli would be a better person to ask, but I think, I think we weren't official yet. Like we had maybe just become official or we were kind of like, getting more serious and then I backed out. So it was, it was very, very early on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think once we were together, there hasn't really been, there's been a lot of threats of breaking up, but there hasn't been any actual, any actual breakups, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think makes you have this healthy relationship to the, to the reality that like, not all relationships last forever, but like you love yours, but sometimes you love it more and sometimes you love it less. Like. What gives you that sort of like healthy distance? I mean, I think I think I was in a lot of relationships that were very difficult. And so I think I quickly learned like no matter how I felt, um, at the end of the day, like it doesn't a lot of things don't matter if you aren't able to just be very open and honest. And so it's and it's also very difficult, but um yeah, I think it's just being open, being honest and being able to laugh about things. I think that just helps bring like levity to any situation. Um, And I know this might seem a little odd, but 
my my family, my mom did not have the best relationship. And I think for whatever reason, when Yuli and I started um, our relationship, just the things we started doing with each other, my mom would give me a lot of praise. Like she would see how we behaved. And I think her encouragement, as, as weird as it sounds, was like, oh, I think we're this is how we're supposed to be doing things. Because she was kind of like, you're doing all these other things that I wish I had done. And so I think that kind of really helped. But yeah, I think a lot of it is humor, which I attribute to Yuli, um, because he can't, doesn't know how to be serious. So, yeah. What makes, like, because so much of what you two are able to do is sort of bottle that, like, couple's intimacy and the inside jokes and the sort of, like, playfulness. But you do it for a very public audience, like, on a very public platform and do you ever feel like I feel very protective of my relationship and wouldn't ever be like hey here's what we joke about but like what makes you like what makes you drawn to that Uh, I mean I think there's a little I think so we've we've been doing a version of, of of what we do now for about five years so it was actually pretty early in our relationship it was during the first time we lived together and I think we both were having a glass of wine and we saw some random couple on YouTube and, you know, we said, Oh, we can do this, which quickly we learned we couldn't and we left YouTube. But um, I think we've, we've always been drawn like for, for my husband, he's an actor. So that's just something that for him is natural. And then we got on YouTube and what we loved immediately was people reaching out in terms of like loving the visibility, like loving what we were bringing in terms of how it was helping them. Um, That's how it started. And, you know, obviously now, I mean, to be completely honest, it's, there's a little bit of of it that's a business, you know, my husband does it full time, He, he makes money off of it. So now we do it more because it's a part of how we pay our bills. I mean, we still love it, but it definitely started from, um, the visibility that we were giving to certain topics and the reaction we were getting from people, mostly to be honest, gay men, probably if I had to guess in their sixties and seventies, it was really beautiful. Like we would get long emails about, you know, how great it was for people to see certain things and um, how we would get, we actually, we often got comments about how great it was that we were showcasing a side of the relationship when so many people felt like maybe their time had passed for that. And there's something really nice in being able to do that. Um, YouTube was a lot of work though, so we couldn't hack it. We, yeah, we couldn't hack it, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. How often do you have ideas versus Yuli? Well, I have ideas all the time. Just very rarely do they make them to- <laughs> You have pitches, you know, yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of pitches. I have a lot of suggestions. Um, I used to be way more involved in the past, like when we did YouTube and we um, through Instagram had a whole kind of different format. I, you know, I, I work full time and I have a different, um, just, it's a, it's a whole different mindset that I have. And I, I find that we've learned how to work best if I only come in for a little bit, or if I just kind of react to things. Um because we were very creative in different ways and sometimes that doesn't necessarily pan out the same. Um, but I'm always giving feedback. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you mentioned like moving to LA and wanting to live your single fantasy and then, you know, it all can crumble down because you found a stable, happy relationship. Is it weird to be sort of like gay married in LA? Uh, no, I mean, no, I think the friends we have around us are, are kind of in the same life stages as we are. So that's really easy. I think if we were, I don't know, maybe living in West Hollywood and going out to gay bars all the time. And maybe that would pose some challenges, but for us, no, I think we, you know, I, we went out last Saturday and I had like one too many drinks and I said, I never want to do that again. So like it, we just kind of have, I think the pandemic really changed our lifestyle and we never quite got back to that, like gay LA life, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah, that's that's kind of where we are right now. Yeah. When it comes to well, I want to talk about the proposal and the most of all the wedding. But proposal, who proposed to who and who informed who that who would be proposing to who? And then do you wear your yeah. rings before the wedding, and then you just take them off, put them on, or did you like propose, put it on, take it off? Like, how does that work? Sure. Yeah. Um, I proposed to Yuli. I pretty early on was like dead set on the fact that I wanted to be the one to propose. I think for me, it was just kind of like, that's when I thought about marriage or when I thought about falling in love, that's something that I envisioned doing. So I wanted to get it out there before the opposite happened, I guess. Um, and then uh, I'm just trying to make sure I go through your questions. I think, so that, that, that was it. I mean, it, so we went to, um, I was in Costa Rica and I, everyone knew except for Yuli at the time, because I, apparently I can't hold a secret and I was so nervous about everything that I kind of was telling everybody else around me as a way to help me process what was about to happen um so it happened in Costa Rica there's a lot of crying um I recorded it but not too well so I don't know if we've ever shared it but um and then he reproposed to me I think maybe like four or five months later was like a which was like a complete shock to me so that I think I actually cried more on the receiving end because I don't think I had ever emotionally prepared myself for like saying yes to a proposal. And the whole thing was a little ridiculous, but you know, from Yuli's perspective, he really wanted that as well, which was interesting. Um, and then in terms of what we did, so we both had engagement rings and then we were at a bar with a friend and we were just talking about the wedding and wedding planning. And he gave us the idea for us to, in, so the, the engagement ring I had had at the time, I engraved my name on it and Yuli did the same. And we happened to be the same ring size. So during our ceremony, we exchanged the engagement rings that we, I know, I know, I listen. Wow. That's the, that's the reaction I get from everyone. And I'm wow. like, you have to be the ring, same ring size for that to happen. But <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do, I'd be um, lying if I didn't say that was such a great, um, part of our like wedding story you know it's probably one of my favorites but yeah that's, so we have each other's engagement rings and we do wear them all the time that's a serve yeah yeah we, that's we, a serve we and that. a work and a hunt hunt honey yeah i mean kudos to my friend eli shout out eli thank you for that idea because yeah i mean once we did that it was like there's really no other option this is what we're doing you know this is this is the story here you know so yeah it was it was fun and the wedding what would you I know that it was a stressful planning and that it was also gorgeous so did do you like Thank fantasize you. like let's do the small dinner party wedding or like 
Like, I, I don't know if you think, like, we should have gone bigger. Like, what are your reflections? No, definitely not bigger. Definitely not bigger. Um, I mean, we wish we were rich. That's probably the one wish. We wish we had money because I'm pretty, you know, which I kind of alluded to, and I think even you've alluded to, I'm, I'm a little bit more type A in, like, I want what I want, and I have a certain uh, standard for what things should look like. So my fear throughout this whole process, or even early on when we were talking about it, Yuli was like, I don't care. I just want all my family and friends there. And, you know, it could be like the silliest thing. Like, it's just about the love. It's like the super romantic, idealistic idea, which, you know, that's Yuli. He's very idealistic and romantic. And and I just was like, I'm not having a party with like paper plates. Like, that's just not my thing. Um, so I really wanted something super small. But that was never an option for Yuli. He just would, was never like you know, let's just have our closest friends. Like he really wanted a, a bigger thing. Uh, so that's why it was so stressful because I took on a lot of the planning and for a big event that I didn't necessarily want, but I knew that I had to take control or else it wouldn't execute the way I wanted to execute. This is, I, I need to go to therapy for this, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So that's what made it so stressful because we didn't have a lot of money, but I wanted to pretend like we did. So I did every, like, I, I made sure I found the cheapest everything. Like I'm talking like gold flatware spreadsheets with like, you know, how much does it cost if we import from China versus if we go hunted at like secondhand stores versus like target versus like, I did that for every part of the wedding, which, you know, allowed us to save probably like 15, $20,000, but it was, it was stressful. It was very stressful. So I do not ever want to do that again. But it's, yeah, it'll cut the marriage short by 15 to 20,000 minutes. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was rough. We almost didn't make it. We almost didn't get out of that planning phase for sure. Well, yeah. it's, it's the perfect sort of like, I don't care. I just want everyone there. And it's like, well, I don't need everyone there. I just care that it's nice. And it's like, well, <laughs> welcome to the worst experience possible. Yeah, welcome to like two very opposite people. And yeah, just me literally having... Do, I do not have the ability to not care about time. Like, I'm just, it's it's kind of sick. Like, I'm like, but the Instagram photo, which is so toxic, you know? But I, I'm kind of in, I'm a buyer for, I do buying for a living. So already I'm just looking at product all the time. But it was like my worst nightmare, you know? So anyways, yeah. <laughs> Were you When you do all that planning for a wedding and there's so much buildup, are you able to enjoy it, like, like when you're standing at the altar, what do you, are you able to like, just be there? Or are you thinking like those flowers should be over there? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who in the universe said Ernesto was so stressed. Let's give him a day. So thank you to whoever did that for me because the day from the moment I woke up, it was like all that effort I had put in, I like threw it out and I was able to really enjoy my day. So I, I mean, I think I have this, I have this funny story that like at some point somebody came up to me and they were like, we're out of ice. And I just like looked at them and I was like, so then don't give people ice. Like, I don't really, I don't really care. This is my wedding day. So yeah, I, I was able to really enjoy it, which was good. Cause going into it, that was my fear. Like I was so anal about the whole thing. Um, yeah. How dare they ask you about ice? I know I was, first of all, I was like, this is the one thing we splurged on. We like paid for somebody to, you know, coordinate the day. Don't ask me about ice. I don't care. Figure it out. But uh, yeah. 
And so together, seven years, eight years? Yeah, seven years, yeah. Married over one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, what does it feel like to, to have a song, like, to, what is the thing? What do you, what's the verb for a song about? To take a song about? To give a song about? Yeah, maybe. To take us. I think take. Uh, take, take, take and give, right? Take about, right. How take. does it feel to like take such a solemn vow in front of such a big group, like in front of God and everybody that forever and ever, I will love you forever and ever? I mean, I think you get wrapped up in the moment. In that moment, you really feel it. Like you <laughs> genuinely, you genuinely believe it. You know, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not as romantic and idealistic, but in that moment, you get really wrapped up in it. You know, all your friends, all your family. That's my, that was my favorite part. Like having, I tell Yuli this all the time. I'm like, yeah, you were cool. It was really cool to see you at the wedding. Like that was so fun, whatever. It was cool to see you at the wedding. It was cool. I'm glad you made it. But what was my favorite part was just having so many people there that love and love you, support you, just be there for you. That, I mean, thank goodness I, I listened to him and having this big wedding because that experience, probably one of my all time favorite experiences to have so many people that, that I love be with me. Um, so yeah, you get wrapped in it. You're like, this is so special. Um, so then it's easy to do about like that because you feel like it's meant to be, you know, as silly as it sounds, but yeah. Did you, uh, I know I haven't watched the full vows. Did you do the thing of like, I promise to pick up your socks from the floor Oh gosh, what did we do for our vows? I think we kept it pretty tight. We like looked something up online and we're like, this sounds okay. Like this sounds fine. You think you I know what a vow my life. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you think you know what a vow sounds like, right? Like in your mind, right? You probably have this like, this is what it goes. Right. And then you're you're writing it and you're like, I have no idea what to write. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let's just Google something. Um and then I think we added something that made it a little bit more um us in terms of I think we added like I'll love you in 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 uh, I don't know what the word is but like in infamy like in yeah. fame or infamy just to mm-hmm. obviously to play on the fact that we're like on social media and things like that but yeah we kept it pretty standard it's kind of hard and you, you don't want to mess something like that up it's just kind of like it is what it is you don't need to rewrite it yeah speaking of not messing it up I'm officiating a wedding for the first time this summer what is the oh. tea on being an official like it is the capital, like, D, don't F it up. Okay, so my first advice would be have them write something for you. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is, like, have them give you at least a format. What are some, you know, even if there's very specific things that, that you want to make sure you don't mess up, I'm like, tell them, like, write it for me, please. If you don't want me to mess up, write it for me. And then I think, obviously, as long as you get some times to put in you and your story woven throughout, that's probably the same. Yuli officiated a wedding and that's what they did for him. So we did the same for Yuli's brother who officiated our, our wedding. Mm-hmm. You get what you need to get across and you also get to, you know, be Dan and weave in your, your personality. Um, but if you're just kind of going off by yourself, you're not that bride or husband or groom. They're not going to be very happy. I'm sorry. I, you're probably not as great as you think you are in, in, in deciphering what that is. Yeah. It's yeah. It is not a time for improv. No, no, honestly, no, no surprises is the best, uh, 
like the a good mantra for a wedding no surprises yeah have you ever i've been to weddings where that like the priest was like clearly being like well you know today's beautiful and everything but marriage is you know and i was like i'm like girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> like what team are you on yeah yeah no, no surprises i i just just keep it keep it simple keep it casual yeah. go with the classics Super and then give a, give a couple give a couple jokes you know go yeah. with the go with the heavy hitting things that you would think an officiant would say yeah people will love it people get really um they eat it up like at a wedding they want to be sappy you know yeah. so lean yeah. into the sappy yeah lean into it um what is like now that you're in married life um do the vows translate? I mean, if I could remember what those vows were. Uh, God, I mean, yes. Yes, in, in terms of, I guess, any relationship, whether you're, you're, you're married or not, like the, the hardest parts are the, are the most rewarding. So that really, you know, the like in sickness and in health and, you know, financial struggles, like, you know, goal setting like all that stuff you know when things go awry supporting somebody else that's where you feel the most rewarded and and the more you do it and the more you feel rewarded by it the more you want to do it it's kind mm -hmm. of like a pavlov's dog situation mm -hmm. um so yeah i would say yeah yeah they're, they're true speaking of the financial piece you mentioned that you like wish you were richer but you both bought a home in los angeles <laughs> like that's not <laughs> poor <laughs> I mean, that was a curveball for me because I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, yeah, we're we're lucky. We say we got lucky during the pandemic, to be honest, um, where we were both very fortunate to keep making money and we were literally spending negative dollars because we were just at home at the time. Um, so we put a lot of money away, which was nice. I do wake up every day not knowing if I'm going to make that make that mortgage, honey, because like versus what we were paying in rent it's wild out here this is insane like so it's no joke but yes we're very fortunate we we got we got a little lucky but i mean like we're like la fine but we're not la rich and i wish i was la rich in la you know what i mean so but no i mean no one is like to be same with new york there's always someone with a bigger better anything yeah no you're right um I, yeah, I mean, it's a sickness, right? Like, we all just want some, we want more than what we have. Um, but we're doing okay. We're doing all right. But do you, do you feel that that translates to a relationship? Um, in what way? Sorry. Like, bigger, better deal? Like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. Um, I mean, I, I mean, you know, we both like, share hot guys on Instagram with each other and we both joke about it but I'm very difficult like I'm a very difficult person I know that no one is going to put up with my BS as much as Yuli does so you know there's just nobody else for me because people on the internet think he's the crazy one he's crazy and like loud and funny and antics but I'm real crazy like scary <laughs> crazy like I'm under the hood crazy. So, you know, I don't have anywhere else to go. It's not better for me out there. No. <laughs> You're a rare, I think rare example of like a online couple, like a couple that has a profile together that 
um, to me is like really fun and not like there's some weird like shaming aspect of the couples that, about how much kink. is going well. Yeah, like <laughs> how how much their relationship like how healthy their relationship is and how beautiful they both are and how many trips they go on it's a lot it's a lot for yeah we we did it to be honest like yuli and i before we found the funny part of it we did the sappy everything's perfect you can do it let me tell you i hope i don't get in trouble but it is not real it is it is you know we were stuck in this weird and that's honestly why I stopped doing it because I was like, this is so exhausting. Like, sure. I love you. And I genuinely feel a lot of these things at moments, but like, it's, it's, it's a sickness. Like it's not real. Um, you know, but people eat it up too. So that's, that's why people do it. You know? Um, do you see a full on like career and coming because relationships go through so many seasons and you could document it all and like make people laugh and bring the breakup oh is there we talk about our we talk about how big this is so stupid but we talk about how big our breakup videos would be like like are you serious let's just just break up for the sponsored content you know what i mean like why finally get get, sponsored by smirnoff bath bombs (laughs) like exactly and cheese it briars yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly um sorry i cut you off but no um the question is like do you see like like you don't think oh once this happens then we'll stop this or do you think like yeah it's good well it's like what let's like why not continue I mean, the, again, the like responsible part of, of me is always like, you can't do this forever, right? Like you can't, you know, you need to have a plan B. Like, what are you going to do once you can't do this? Um, and then sometimes we go the other way and we're like, if, if we ever have children, are we making them a part of this now? Like, is this what we're signing up for? Um, we, it's better to not, not think about it at all, to be honest, like, you know, take it day by day for Yuli. It's been really great because as an actor, he's getting a lot more exposure. Yeah. Um, he just, you know, not to speak too highly of him while he's hearing, but, um, he just signed with a new management agency that's going to manage him as an actor and as a content creator. So he, you know, great things are happening in his career and, um, I will support, to get a little sappy for a second, I will support him in that forever. Like for his dreams and his goals and like all of that, like I'm in it, you know, until the the end or until he doesn't want me to be in it anymore. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's how I think about it. You know, as long as he's having fun and, and, and fulfilling his dreams, I'm, I'm all for it. And Even if he makes fun of me on the internet all the time for it, you know, it is what it is. Well, we look forward to continuing to watch it. And um, I hope so. Yeah. Ernesto, thank <laughs> you. Thank you for being so real. And thank you for coming on. Oh, no, this was fun. Thanks for reaching out and um, appreciate it. It was fun.